So welcome to Mark My Words, the regular podcast from Make and Work UK, where we interview interesting guests about their experiences of working in a business or a charity. So today I'm really pleased to warmly welcome Laura from our current charity of the year, Mums in Need. Welcome, Laura. Thank you very much. Hello, Mark. How are you doing today? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Good. I'm really grateful for your time because I know you're a very busy bee sort of running the, the charity. So can you tell us a bit about who you are and what you do, if that's okay? Yeah, sure. So um, as you said, I'm Laura Riley, the founder of Mums in Need, uh, which is a domestic abuse charitable organisation set up uh, by, my, by myself, um, which supports um, mums that have left abusive relationships. So we support them um, long term in the, in the community. Uh, my background is uh, I've all worked in hospitality for quite a few years and then I became a mental health nurse in 2005, did that for about 12 years, then did a bit of bank CQC healthcare regulation work and then um, built Mums in Need. So when did Mums in Need start? So it started in, I built the website in 2013. Um, and then got it registered as a non-registered charity, a non-registered charitable organisation in 2014. Um, and then it became a registered charity in 2018, Valentine's Day 2018. Brilliant. So what, what brought you to setting the charity up, if you don't mind me asking? No, no. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's a, I think quite often when, when people ask this question, it's like sometimes do they know the answer already? Because it's like, why would you do something like that? It's quite a, quite a yeah. So um, I set the, set, started working on Mums in Need because um, I was in, a, in, a, in an abusive relationship and when I um, left the relationship um, I didn't know where to turn, there, were, there, there, there wasn't really any support, um, I was struggling to know what the kind of issues were because it, when we say domestic abuse that's quite a black blanket sort of term, it's more um, the, 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 the financial control, the coercive control, like controlling behaviour, it was more it was more that it wasn't it wasn't physical so and it wasn't really that the word coercive control wasn't even didn't really even exist then and um, people were just getting their head around domestic abuse um and so because there were no support services available i um, decided to set up my own little support group and created some surveys to initially find out if there were any other sort of women and mums in the same situation as me and I was quite surprised to find out that there were hundreds of thousands of women that were in my situation. So obviously realising that I wasn't alone was, was, you know, fantastic and that there was actually a need for such a service. And so I think that at the time I didn't know that Mums Need was going to be Mums and Need Bridge to Charity. I knew that I wanted to do something to be able to share my experience to help others that have been through the same as me. So this was a sort of gradual build really as I say it was just a support group and I began supporting mums online so basically I would finish my I'd work I'd work on I, was, I used to work in a I was working at a dementia unit at the time so I'd finish my shift at the hospital come back home jump on my computer and uh, respond to all the messages and, and the, the comments on the group and I did that for two years between 2014 and 2016 um, then I had a break for uh, six months and then, um, and then in 2016, I got a, an email from, uh, I suppose the sort of mentor that I had at the time, really a mentor, a good friend who said, there's some um, 
free space for small uh, community organizational groups. So, um, so I contacted this, responded to this email and um, ended up going to have a look around this place. And that's when we had our first free space. So that's when we started supporting women face to face as opposed to online. Mm -hmm. Wow, quite a journey. <laughs> Yeah, I think. <laughs> and did, did you ever imagine it would develop so quickly and so, you know, no, turn into something so big? No, I don't think I, no, I, I, yeah, I'm, no, I don't think I did. I don't think I, I don't really think I knew what <laughs> completely doing, if I'm honest. It was just, I felt like this was what I really wanted to do. Um, and I've learned a huge amount of skills along the way. Um, uh, it has just been like, what do I need to do? What are the next steps? Okay, so do I get this registered? Do I, you know, does this does this become a social enterprise? Does this become a trip? What 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 do what do we do? And I had spoke to different people and looked on Google and um, looked at all the different options. And the the best the best thing for what what we do seemed to be going down the charity route because obviously the services, you know, people come to you for help and they're in a desperate state. And quite often there is there's not a lot of money floating around and they need that help. So we need to be able to provide that mm. support. Um, so this, yeah, so the services free. So the charity route seemed to be the best route to go down. Mm -hmm. Although that was quite difficult. That was quite difficult because you do need, obviously it was again, a completely new thing coming from, you know, being a nurse to running a charity and setting up these things. It's just, you know, quite a few hurdles along the way, but we did it, you know, we didn't get it first time around, but I know that that's quite common. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we filled out all the policies you needed to do, proved what we needed to do. And then they told us what, where the gaps were. And then we just submitted more, more information and then eventually, eventually got it. Mm -hmm. wow. so, so I suppose it effectively we're acting quite a lot like a registered charity in the way we were operating. We already had a team of volunteers, already had a board of trustees, already had a space. We already had a gift aid number. So we were very much acting like a charity before we became registered. But now obviously we're mm. official now, <laughs> so. Okay, and you mentioned earlier sort of domestic abuse, domestic violence is such a, a broad term and also there's, there's so, so much to it, if that makes sense. So, you know, what would you say to people that maybe don't quite understand it or haven't had any direct or indirect experience. And, and, and what's often thrown up is that, well, why don't people just leave? Or if that was me, you know, I, first sign of trouble, I'd be out, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, um, I think uh, for, for, the, for the, the, the women that we support, it is quite, um, although there has been a lot of elements of, there has been elements of physical, physical abuse, but the, the, you know that that's not really the worst part. It's the um, it's that inter those internal scars. It's that control. And I think that when you're in that, you know, particularly if that's the, the experience you've had, you don't really realise that actually you're being abused. So you don't know that you need to leave because you don't really know what's happening. Mm -hmm. It's just all. It's very, it's it's not like it's not it's not you get into a relationship and it's like that from the start. It's a very gradual sort of insidious drip drip speed. So you don't it's not something, you know, you're it takes quite a long time to work out. So that's why I, you know, the, the, the women don't leave um, because they don't like as it's like when I, this happened to me, I didn't even know it was happening. It wasn't until kind of later that I, that I became aware that actually this is what's going on um, because people will say, well, 
you know, it's not like he's hit you. So, you know, he's not so he's, he's so, mm. and so there's, so there's still quite a lot of that there. So you, because it's, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not an obvious, it's not a scar. You can't just walk down to the police station and go, I've been hit or I've been attacked. There, there is no, there isn't that evidence. So, um, so yeah, I think it's, you know, the, the, and also for, for, you know, in terms of, you know, other types of abuse, like, you know, the more, more physical side of it, I think, it's quite difficult because that may be all you've known in your life that maybe you know that's that's what's familiar to you you may have um you know children they may have the financial control you may feel like if you know if you leave then you're not going to be able to make it financially you're not able to support them so there's lots of different different mm -hmm. reasons why people don't leave um mm -hmm. leave the relationship so it sounds like there's something about how do you kind of educate sort of individuals to to know kind of what's healthy and an unhealthy relationship and what's normal and what's normal um unnormal if that makes sense but also a kind of um educating society and a, and a policy piece as well absolutely absolutely i mean one of the things we've been wanting to what we've been talking about for a long time is to be able to get out and get into schools and be able to go around um and just ex just just talk to them about the kind of relationships and what's healthy what's not healthy um we also um, we've we've um, wasn't us actually it's a, a different organisation called Together Equal and they've developed some uh, equality and diversity uh, playing cards for for children for primary sort of end of year primary school children but I think it's you know it's across the board to be honest you could create the same cards for adults I think it would be really really very useful you might need to tweak them a little bit um, and that would those cards would would work really well with the message that you would send out so if you just if you know if for example one was unable to go and do a presentation like at, at the schools, you could use these cards as a bit of a tool, as a bit of a prompt, because they're very visual and they're very, they're very good. And I think that, that would really help to get, to, get the, to get the message across. But yeah, definitely education, more education, more understanding um, needs, needs, to be, needs to be done from an early age because it would prevent, prevent mm. uh, a, a lot of the situations that, you, that, 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 that they find themselves in. Because once you're in that situation, and once you try to get out, once you, you know, you've left the relationship, um, it's it's quite quite difficult you get caught in the family court system you you, you, you kind of there, is, there isn't really much mm. way out so if you can avoid that in the first place you won't get caught up in systems upon systems and and and, and struggle that way so tell us a bit more about how you help um mums and women in, in their children sort of once they've escaped those situations so um so the mums will come to us via um uh, quite often social media platforms or through our website, through our inquiries line. Sometimes we'll get referrals from social workers, occasionally GPs, um, health visitors, um, you know, a range of different, um, sometimes employers. And um, they basically will send us a, an email. We will then send them a, um, a pre-screening form. So, so they will complete that. So then we then we invite them to come in for like a, a consultation, so a, a sort of screening assessment. We actually really find out what's happened, and that's where we detect: is this coercive child? Is this what's been? Is this what's happening? Are they the right service for us? And then if they are, then then you know they they become an active min. We call our mums in need mins, and um, then we we you know we then from that point on develop what sort of support they need. So they might all be at different stages of you know the breakup. So. Um, it may be that they need some you know additional mental health support with their children or they might need some mental health support themselves um what do we do we support women from 
well, from as little as six months, usually to about two, three, four years long term through that process. So we have um, a law, law firm that we that we work with. So we help the women through the, the family courts. Um, there's also uh, an opportunity for the children to be represented um, independently. Um, we've got obviously got contacts for those through the law firm that we work with. We also work with a couple of counsellors, so we provide counselling uh, for the mums as well. And each mum is allocated a caseworker, so they have that one-to-one -one regular support. And then in the early stages, they have that intense support, you know, every week, every fortnight. And then um, as they become more um, familiar with you and they feel more comfortable and more confident, then they're able to manage more on their own you know they become more independent as time goes on the, the, the more you know the more sort of help that they get to start with we also provide um we have a range of different well-being sessions that we put on so we have at the moment we've got regular pilates sessions for for the mums so that's happening twice a week and that's obviously done on done on zoom where well, all of our sessions will be done on zoom through uh, lockdown um sometimes we have yoga classes we'll have um more specialized services as well so things like um how to deal with a narcissist how to um kind of keep yourself emotionally safe um we'll also have mindfulness and well-being sort of sessions meditation sessions again they're, they're all done on zoom sometimes we have sessions on nutrition um and, and exercise we have we have a range we have a range of um sessions that we have on we had a session over we had a, a week's course last week where we had sessions on building resilience for the children so we're trying to do do more more support with them and um later this year in the summer we're um, doing a pilot with haven the children's um charity for supporting the children with domestic domestic abuse issues so we're um, going to be working with them so hopefully longer term if this pilot works out okay we'll work with them uh, mm. on a longer term basis because it makes sense we support the mums they support the kids we need to be more jointly yeah. connected so. so it sounds like lots of variety of support from practical and advice stuff right the way through to that more emotional health and well-being resilience building and and i guess kind of as you said earlier sort of re re rebuilding their lives again i suppose yeah yeah and having that peer support you know from we have sessions where they, all the moms will get together and they can all share their experiences together and um, you know with a with a focus as well because obviously sometimes you don't want to be sat in a room where they're you know they're all talking about how awful their lives are and then sometimes you can get that negative element so we'll have that but there'll be a, a focus to kind of draw them back yeah. um so so that and i think i think the thing with it um, which kind of makes us stand out really is the fact that we've got that lived experience so we're not just you know Mm. yeah we we're doing the do we, we we do know what we're talking about and we have been there so we can bring that um that real connection that real understanding with them so yeah okay so so what's it like running the charity what's the typical day week like what do you like about it because you're very busy bee yes i think <clears throat> it's interesting actually because I, I think i sometimes i think oh gosh it's so difficult doing all these different roles because i do you know, being such a small team, I only have two part-time staff. I do a bit of casework, so I support the women directly. I do volunteer uh, coordination. I'll write bids. I'll do administration. I'll do networking. And yeah, um, there's 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 a lot. Um, but I think I like the variety of it actually. I think I do like the fact that you know I get to speak. I get to to, to work with people like you, which is amazing. And I I can 
I'm a real connector. I like to, um, I like to talk. I like to talk. And uh, I think that uh, I, I've become more articulate over the years about what it is that we're actually doing. I was quite nervous at the beginning doing all this because standing up in public was not something that I was used to doing, but I do it <laughs> several times a week now with <laughs> various networking meetings. And uh, I think I really do. I really do like that. And each time I try to get a bit more polished about what it is that we actually do so that people, um, you know, can wear it. So, yeah, I, I, I think I enjoy the networking. I enjoy supporting the women. Um, not, not so keen on the kind of administrative side of things, uh, which unfortunately I have to do quite a bit of. But yeah, I, I love the variety. I, uh, I feel like I've learned so many skills. Um, and if, you know, if in the future, which I don't think will happen, but if ever it was to, we weren't to make it financially, you know, sustainable, um, then I'm sure I would be <laughs> very employable in the future because I've got lots of skills through running uh, Mums in Need. But no, that's not going to happen. But yeah, so yeah, I like the variety, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and thinking about sort of what you know now, what would you tell yourself if you went back a few years when you first started on this? What sort of top advice or top tip would you tell yourself, if anything? Um, yeah, I think to have patience, be patient, be very patient because um, these, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. And I think that it's taken a long time to get the organisation to where it is. And we've still got, you know, a long way to go to be, you know, I mean, ideally, you know, I'd like to have a mom's in these in, you know, all over the country, different branches over the country, you know, big like women's aid, but um, it's taken me, I realise how long it's taken us to get to where, <laughs> to get to where we are now. Um, and I think I've been quite sort of, um, I don't know, frustrated, impatient, you know, why, why aren't we here now? And I think that you need to kind of go through that. You need to go through all the experiences. You need to, um, you know, sometimes not, you need to not get it right the first time. You need to go through these hurdles. And yeah, so I think that would be my advice to me and yourself would be, um, I would probably would have done things well, I would have had more knowledge, so I probably would have been able to speed up things a bit more now knowing what I do now than what do then. But yeah, having more patience, being being gentle with yourself and 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 keep on keep on keeping on, really. Um yeah. Do you so think if the... you knew knew what you knew now it'd put you off? <laughs> um there has been days, there has been days where yeah, there has been days where it's felt like that, but I think you know, you don't, you don't get, um, you don't get <laughs> rewards. You don't get amazing things happen by not working really, really hard, do you? So you have to, you know, yeah, you, you have to work hard to get the, nothing, it's not, things aren't just going to fall, fall on your lap and, uh, yeah. you know, you have to, yeah, you have to, to work for it. So, yeah. And I think sometimes it's so easy to, to focus on where you need to go, what else needs to be done, what you're working towards and kind of forget actually how much you have done that journey that growth but also those individual stories of those people that you've actually helped directly and indirectly absolutely and i think that that's what's that's what's that's really why i like being in doing all the different roles and being involved in the case side of things because i don't want to be i don't want to be in a situation where i'm so disconnected from actually what we do i want to always be you know a part have a part in that um, you know, it's quite often, isn't it, in, in, in works where they're sort of higher up the ladder you get, the, the less, less connected you become with actually what's on the shop floor. And I never, ever want it to be like that. Um, 
and it never will be because I will always <laughs> I will always make sure I've got my hand in what what's going what's going on and 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 you know has the situation improved for them is it still the same as it was what's happening what are the developments what are the changes and all that kind of thing so yeah mm, okay so um we've been working together um, mums in need to make your mark charity of the year in 2020 2021 i don't even know what year we're in now so um how how has that helped if at all hopefully it has how would you say the charity's benefited what sort of stuff have we, have we done together would you say well we've um we've uh you've put on quite a few um you had to, you get involved in quite a lot of different like networking and training which you've invited me along to and that's been really really helpful it's helped me to build more connections you've um you've, you've been doing some uh training for our board of trustees and uh that that's you know we're quite a new well it's a new charity we know we've got some trustees that have been trustees before some that haven't so it's really really good to have that um you know that support and experience from somebody who's you know knows is very familiar with that with working with charities and having that those skills so yeah it's been brilliant and to be honest like when we got nominated it's like there was this talk for quite a long time about charity of the year charity of the year and it's like well what is that what does that mean you know what does what is a charity of the year? what do we have to do and how do, what does that look like so when then um, when we found out that you wanted to be our charity of the year and you know it was just amazing it was like wow okay so this is what a charity of the year is but I think that it's interesting because it's not like I think a charity of the year from what I understand now is that it can basically be what you make it with that with that with that with that with that business or the organization is working with you it's like well what could be what what do you need what what would be the most beneficial where are the gaps what you know and I think it's probably different from charity to charity isn't it that the, the kind of support mm -hmm. but yeah, it's been absolutely, absolutely brilliant. I am, um, uh, you know, and it's a great sounding board as well. If I like uh, asked about something, I'm not quite sure, or what about this policy, what about that policy, you're able to, you know, point us in the right direction. Um, yeah, I honestly, Mark, I can't thank you enough. It's been absolutely, been absolutely brilliant. Um, you've, you know, I really, really enjoyed this partnership and uh, don't want it to end. <laughs> Bless you, thank you. Got that on tape, that all that on tape, it's all good. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so, so if there's people listening to this on the podcast or watching it on the, on YouTube and thinking actually what you've said really resonates with them in terms of wanting to help and support and play their part, what would you say? What? How could they help? What do you need? How could they do that? So, I think in terms of supporting us as an organisation, you mean mm. for businesses? I think yeah. so. It's so we've recently. Uh, well, that's something else actually helped us with our corporate package, which has been fantastic. Uh, from your earlier question. Um, and that, that 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 that's really great. So I think that with with what I've noticed is that growing, we keep on them. Um, new things are coming up all the time. New initiatives are coming up. New fundraising ideas, and we're adding. You know, it's kind of an ongoing process. But currently, at the moment, we have got a um, we've got the 100 Club initiative, which we started three months ago, and we had our third um, raffle, our third draw. Um, which is going to be which was filmed yesterday which is going to go on online today so people can get involved in that and that businesses or individuals and that's two pound a ticket um 50 of the money goes back into charity and 50 percent of the money goes to one of the participants um we've also got a hundred club sponsorship which city taxis who are uh, kind of our incubation charity where uh, incubation business where we're, we're currently residing in their space at the moment and they want to give the 100 club a bit of a push so they're 
they've talked about this 100 club sponsorship so they have now managed to get us five businesses so one business now from august until the end of the year where they pay 100 pounds we advertise them three times in the month on our social media platforms and then obviously they will get a mention in our video recorded video at the end of the month sponsored by whichever business is involved in so i think that's going to be quite a popular thing and it's quite an easy thing for businesses to get involved mm. in so they're the two things really that we're looking at at the moment i had loads of things ideas um to 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 sort of raise awareness and how can businesses get involved but i actually think that maybe the plan is to just focus on a couple at a time and get mm. them really well and then you know what you're doing and then you know other things if it, coming back to a bit like rome wasn't built in a day thing you start small and then you can develop over time but those those seem to be really really popular we've got we've got um 71 71 um ticket this month signed up to the 100 club so um and it's only been going three months so i think we're doing that's pretty Brilliant. good really. i feel really yeah pleased about that so yeah so they can get get involved excellent Thank you. And then, and I guess from a from a service user point of view, if, if people are, are listening or watching this and some of this stuff resonates with them, either on a personal experience or I've got a friend, a family member that you think they might be sort of struggling with, what, what would you say to them? So um, two things, reach out um, and, and come forward. Um, but I'm also going to contradict myself at the same time. We um, we do have a waiting list of women that want to come through. And but because we are a small charity, we need more funds. If we had more funds, we could help so many women, so many women. But at the moment, um, we're not advertising that we are, are, are mm. not taking on more women, but women are coming through because they, they know we're there. And we are having to put them on a waiting list, which is really, really difficult. Um, and we will get to them as quickly as we can. Um, but obviously we can't discharge the mums that are on unless they're ready to do so. But we will, if they come forward, we will put them on this and we will get there. And the more exposure we can get as an organisation, the more of these sort of calls that we have, the more uh, organisations will realise that we need that help. With their help, we'll be able to support more more women like like you, you know, more, more women out there like, like mm. you. So, yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Is there anything else you want to add at all or say? um i don't know really no i just uh i've just it's just just thank you so much for um this opportunity it's been really it's been really really great to be able to talk about all the different aspects of what we do and how we do it and you know how i've managed it as, as a founder and um yeah uh, just thank you thank you so much mark for everything that you've done and um maybe we can attach our uh details to this now, shall yeah. I say what they are? The, yes, please do. Yeah. So, so the website is www.mumsinneed.com, and um, the uh, email to get in touch with us is um, inquiries at mumsinneed.com, and um, the phone number is I'm going to be testing now 0800. Hang on a minute. Just we got me get me get the new. I don't, I don't remember, 0800 852 7414 is the number to contact us and or you know if you if it doesn't get picked up straight away say because we haven't got um we have got a small team if you leave a message we will get back to you and call you back so, right thank you and and finally is there anything you want to ask me at all i always ask um my guests that question then pause nervously so. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I, you, you, you've, you, um, you've helped, you helped quite a lot of uh, charities and you've been in the charity sector yourself, haven't you, for, for, for some time. And um, that's because you 
is that's because you want to give back why, why, why do you why do you help so many so many charities <laughs> good question good I, I guess um you know ever since i was young i suppose i've, I've been into um got involved in volunteering in, in a range of different things um was grateful and, and still do kind of work part-time in a charity setting um so it's just in my in my blood really i suppose i just just um i get a lot of job satisfaction from it um recognizing that a lot of people just need a bit of a helping hand and don't know where to turn to so a lot of the stuff i've done is frontline service delivery a lot of like the stuff that you're saying um and then also do some governance stuff as a as a trustee and you know helping people to, to develop that but yeah absolutely just it just makes it gives you a reason to get up i suppose rather than you know the same sort of corporate um you know sales or whatever i mean all, all that's important as well but it's actually really making an impact and making that that difference i think that's why i do it yeah uh, that's that's yeah it's it's really interesting isn't it because you, you go through life you know you're born and you go through life and at the end you then you then you then you go and you want to be able to say at the end of your end of your days that you've done something fulfilling with your life and that this is it isn't it what what, what you're doing hopefully <laughs> But yeah, great question. Lovely. Right. Thank you, Laura, so much for your time. Um, keep up the great work. And I'm sure people are listening and watching. Um, it might They might have their cogs ticking now in terms of how they might be able to help and support. And, and I guess for me, I would say whatever you can offer or help or introduce Laura or the charity to or donate or give some time, just, just get in touch because it is that sort of community and you know, as in your case, it, it took one person to to make a movement ultimately and look and look how far you've come. So, yeah, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Okay.